Welcome to Clear Talk, a CTSI podcast and your industry leading source for insights and thought leadership about innovation and technology solutions. Join us on our journey through design, implementation, ongoing support, and their impact on the rapidly changing world around us. Hey everyone, welcome to the podcast today. I am your host, Tyler Kern. I think everybody kind of knows that experience where you buy a new piece of technology. I mean, think about uh, any piece of technology really. And by the time you've taken it out of the box, there's a new version or you feel like, oh, this is out of date. Well, technology these days just moves so quickly that sometimes it can feel like you're always playing catch up. And CTSI has introduced a solution to this problem through their subscription services offering. And we're going to talk a lot about that today, just the benefits of it. Uh, what are some of the, uh, the the really positive aspects of this? And joining me to talk about it is Alan Rosenkopf. He is the Director of Business Development and Corporate Marketing at CTSI. Alan, it's great to talk to you today. Hey, Tyler. Great to speak to you as well. Thanks for taking the time. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm really excited to have this conversation because this is such uh, an interesting and unique idea, really. Uh, Alan, uh, just to start off, where did this idea for a subscription services portfolio really come from? So when uh, about three years ago, uh, the management team were, had gotten together and we were talking about strategic areas where we want to invest and um, what customers' needs were that we may not be satisfying and what potentially the industry um, in systems integration may not be satisfying. And uh, as a service, uh, AV as a service models came really to the forefront. The industry was talking about being able to deliver a subscription model, um, but we didn't see really anyone offering that to clients at the time. And, um, you know, so we back in 2017, decided to develop this offer. Uh, and the focus was to enable our customers to be able to make a, a, a choice whether they want to acquire their equipment through the traditional capital purchase model where you know they give us their business requirements, we develop a solution design, we tell them what the capital purchase price is going to be, and then we install it and we continue to deliver maintenance and managed services over a period, or we wanted to give them an option whereby they didn't need to um, have this large upfront capital pot of money, but they can actually subscribe to use of the technology and the solutions over a period of time. Um, and uh, they really started to, to see significant benefit in being able to accelerate technology into their business um, and do it in a much more affordable way. So just to kind of get everybody on the same page and make sure that we're all, we all have the same definition for the terminology that we use on this podcast, uh, Alan, can you just define what we mean by subscription services or as-a-service offerings and kind of break that down for us so everybody's kind of on the same page to begin with? Sure, absolutely. And um, I'll, I'll do it by simply stating that CTSI has managed services contracts that customers can uh, purchase that enable our company to maintain, manage, and uh, improve availability of their systems, right? So they've made a capital purchase of equipment, and then they also enter into a CTSI basic essential premium or engaged managed services contract. That's maintenance and managed services. As a service or subscription, 
bundles the design, the engineering, the installation, the hardware, the software, and the CTSI managed services into one monthly subscription fee. So no longer does the client need to, you know, pay up front for the technology with one upfront capital payment. They're paying for use of the infrastructure or the solution monthly over a given period. Okay, that makes a, that makes a lot of sense to me. So I'm really curious about the, the whole genesis of this idea because you, you kind of talked about um, you know how it all came about and where it first started. But was this in response to the idea that clients more and more often felt like technology was moving so quickly that you know by the time that they updated all their technology, they only had a, a small amount of time before it all you know was out of date and that sort of thing. And so they felt like they couldn't justify that upfront cost for the short amount of time that it would be, you know, viable and be what they wanted it to be. Um, or what was the, what was the problem more often than not that you were seeking to solve by introducing this particular model? Yeah, absolutely. I, I think, um, you know, customers are, are making, uh, technology decisions, uh, whether it be, in conferencing and collaboration or uh, security, access control, um, or you know, uh, critical communications infrastructure. And they're balancing their current business requirements and how rapidly technology is changing. So we wanted to develop a model whereby a customer can enter into a subscription agreement with us start to take advantage and accelerate technology into their space, but then also enable themselves to do ongoing technology refresh, again, without having to tin cup for a big pot of money. So when we discuss a solution for our customer, one of the things that we talk about is what is their preferred technology refresh lifecycle? Um, and it, it's funny because uh, oftentimes customers will have an idea and they'll say, well, my preferred technology refresh life cycle is five years, and but we'll be in a space where the equipment is eight years old, right? So, so they, really, they really want to be able to uh, maintain um, the you know, latest technology, but they have a difficult time because of these you know, pockets and lumpiness of their budget. So uh, we'll have that refresh lifecycle objective conversation. And some customers will say, well, I'd like this critical communications infrastructure to have a five-year refresh. I'd like my boardroom um, conferencing and collaboration solutions to have a, 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 a five-year refresh. But my huddle spaces, I think I want to refresh every three years. And that is something that we could support for them under a subscription model. And when I say refresh or, you know, whether it's three, four or five years, our customers are now able to deploy more quickly the technology that's going to help accelerate some of the business outcomes that they're looking for by using our systems. Um, but then at the end of the initial subscription term, we'll come in and we'll do a technology refresh to the latest generation. Um, and, uh, and they, again, don't have this large capital budget requirement um, when they're doing that technology refresh. So it really not only helps keep them current, but also helps with budget linearity. So 
they have an ongoing expense that they can manage to um, that they you know can manage month over month and year over year. You know that budget linearity thing really makes a lot of sense to me. Like I would rather pay more over the course of a year for something like Amazon Prime or something like that. You know, pay on a monthly basis, but pay more than pay it all at once in January or something like that, right? Just because it becomes easier to make a plan, you know, you, you can you can have that idea of what you're spending on a regular basis and you just kind of build it into what it looks like. So I, I, I know exactly what you mean when you say budget linearity because that, that seems to make a lot of sense to a lot of different people. You know, Tyler, it's so funny because I... I I'm kind of glad that you brought up the fact paying more uh, over a period. And I think oftentimes when we talk to our customers about TTSI subscription services, their immediate response is, well, that's going to cost me more. And the reality is, and we, we actually have done, we've had our uh, office of the CFO and we actually brought in a, um, uh, a master's graduate program um, finance guide to come in and help us build a total cost of ownership analysis model that we can offer to our customers. If you take a look at the TCO of a capital purchase and three, four, five years of ongoing maintenance and managed services, and you compare that to a CTSI subscription model, believe it or not, it's capital cost savings and the TCO is more positive on a subscription than it is on an upfront capital purchase. And let me let, let me explain a little bit uh, why that is. The first thing that we're addressing is uh, net present value of money, right? So we're enabling the customer to spend roughly the same or a little bit less over a three, four, or five year period based on today's value of currency and technology, which is less then it would be next year or the following year. So net present value comes into play, the internal cost of capital. So our customers don't just get money that's free oftentimes, right? There's usually some cost either through a, a bank or a large organizations will uh, apply an internal cost of capital. So if you combine net present value, internal cost of capital, and then reduce risk, for that customer, because if it's a subscription, we now have all of the risk associated with the infrastructure. Everything has to work for the period of time that the customer is subscribing to that application. The total cost of ownership is lower in a subscription model, uh, to be honest, than it is in a, a standard capital purchase. And it's always a surprise. It's uh, It's one that it's one of the reasons why I think we're having the customer acceptance and adoption that we're seeing um, across multiple industry verticals, right? We have very large corporations who are now using CTSI subscription. We have uh, higher education, a, a variety of different universities. We have, you know, small, medium business. We have associations, uh, local governments, hospitals. It's it's relevant across multiple industry verticals. You know, they're definitely seeing not only the technology benefit, but also the financial benefit of, of our subscription model. And I think one of the other things that stands out to me that's particularly appealing about this is there's flexibility, right? So for uh, some companies that let's say they're growing and they're scaling, 
quickly, you know, you can, you have that ability, I think, to, um, hey, we are this size right now, but in six months or, you know, two years, we hope to have expanded to this much floor space and that sort of thing. And so we're going to, our technology needs are going to change, right? Isn't that another benefit of a subscription model is that it flexes and bends a little bit easier to accommodate for changes in a business? Absolutely. Uh, And, you know, we have some examples of uh, of that. API is a customer of ours that was building a new headquarters in the DC metro area. And long long story short, they they had reasonable business requirements for their new environment and their new conferencing and collaboration environment. They didn't have sufficient budget at the beginning, but with the subscription model, they were able to afford the technology that they needed. And then they built a, or are building a new facility in Houston. And they said, you know, can we just add this to our existing subscription? And we said, absolutely. Now they're adding a, a new space in the Houston area. And then finally, there's a, uh, they wanted to add some additional functionality to the rooms that uh, we deployed. And um, it was very simple for them, for them and for us, right? We, they said, well, we're looking for this additional capability. And we said, okay, your monthly subscription fee is going to increase by X dollars a month. And they said, okay, that's good. And off we went and we were able to add that capability. So we can, you know, add systems, we can add rooms, we can add functionality to existing systems, really flexible um, as companies are evolving and their requirements are changing, we, we can change with them. So walk me through what a typical conversation looks like when you're meeting with a client and you're kind of discussing, hey, what are your needs? What are your, you know, in an ideal world, you know, what are your hopes and dreams as far as what this space looks like and how does technology work for you? Kind of talk me through that conversation and how that typically looks. You know, it, it, it's it's funny because uh, at, at CTSI, we have pre-sales engineering team certified and capable in the technologies that they support, right? So we have uh, teams who are peaked in critical communications and video surveillance and security in healthcare education uh, technologies and avian collaboration. So we'll, one of our account managers will bring one of our pre-sales design engineers to the table and we'll also bring in a user experience member and that user experience member is someone who represents the needs of the customer and the user. So those three resources will sit down with the customer uh, and we encourage the customer to include both engineering and, and users in the requirements gathering process. And we'll evaluate and basically assess and provide a needs analysis and a user requirements or, or a requirements gathering. Once we've completed that, then we are equipped to begin designing a solution for the customer in which we'll do that, right? We'll, um, there'll be interaction back and forth between our team and the customer. Once they've settled on the solution that they would like to in their environment, then we give them the choice, right? Do you want to purchase this as a capital asset and, you know, have ongoing maintenance and managed services? Or are you looking for a subscription? 
Um, if they are looking for a subscription model, then we'll discuss with them their um, their technology refresh lifecycle, and we'll build an initial subscription term for that customer around the technology refresh lifecycle. Um, once we have that aligned, then it's you know a fairly simple process. It's very you know very easy to move forward. Um, we have a master subscription agreement that uh, gets executed between um, ourselves and the uh, our, our customer, and uh, we begin the implementation and delivery process. And one of the things that I think is so smart about this and so good is that for some companies, being technologically advanced and updated and having the latest, um, you know, the, the, the latest gear and the latest, uh, you know, technological advances, I suppose, is part of their brand almost. Like, it's, it's part of their business strategy. So when they bring people into their office, it's not just the fact that it's functional for their employees, but it's also a showpiece to show that, you know, hey, you can trust us with uh, whatever business we're in or whatever job that you're looking for us to do because, you know, look at what we've invested and look at how, you know, uh, updated we are and that sort of thing. The office is not just a functional place, but it's also a showroom to show that, you know, hey, this is who we are and kind of show off that brand identity to a certain extent. And technology is a large part of that. So you're, you're, you're kind of playing a role in brands showing off who they are to their clients. Absolutely. And we have a variety of different customers. Um, there's actually, there's a, uh, case study on our website. One of our first subscription customers is Bridges Consulting and Bridges was interested in not only having technology that was effective for their users, but also uh, they wanted to make sure that their workplace was a destination for their customers, for the community, um, and they wanted to make sure that their workplace helped them attract the talent, the next generation of professionals that are coming into their engineering industry. While the technology was important for them from a user perspective, it was equally important for them when they brought in customers and, and when they were recruiting. And we see that pretty consistently, um, that... Uh, uh, we're catering to the next generation, the 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 mobile users, the uh, you know enabling mobile integration and mobility integration with the technology that we're delivering. And sometimes um, that could be an option that if they were only relying on the existing capital budget available this year, they may not be able to afford that that solution, but with subscription, we're able to add those types of um, enhancements uh, in, in a very affordable way. So, Alan, just kind of as we close, it sounds like you're seeing a lot of acceptance from a customer point of view. What what do you think is really driving that and kind of pushing that success forward? You know, Tyler, I, I think CTSI is really an innovator in, in this space, and we're you know we we According to our customers and um, some of our major vendors, we're definitely ahead um, in offering subscription services to our customers. Uh, and I, I think it, it's really how we've defined our subscription services offer. And, you know, we've made it simple for customers to subscribe and use technology. You know, we're delivering a completely bundled service. The customer now has budget linearity with 
with fixed monthly payments. They There's no capital required at the beginning of the project. So we're able to um, preserve capital, deliver this with actually a cost-saving, capital-saving uh, total cost of ownership, which then enables them to accelerate technology adoption, um, which is driving faster business outcomes. It's a flexible model, which enables the customer to add features or expand at any time. And we're doing this with the highest CTSI availability and priority customer care to ensure that the systems um, and the solutions are functioning and, and have high availability for their users. And we're doing that with reduced risk um, to the customer uh, by ensuring that we're maintaining all of the infrastructure. And then they have flexibility to uh, implement technology refresh at the frequency that they are interested in uh, refreshing their infrastructure. So we're, we're seeing success because it just it fits in um, uh, and, and solves solutions for customers. And it does so in a really positive TCO perspective. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's really easy for me to see why this is so successful and why this model is really taken off um, just because of all the various reasons that you mentioned just there. So Alan Rosenkopf, uh, Director of Business Development and Corporate Marketing for CTSI. Thank you so much for joining me today and explaining this, Alan. Thank you, Tyler. Really appreciate it. Absolutely. And everybody, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the podcast. We'll, of course, be back soon with more episodes. But until then, make sure you subscribe either on iTunes or Spotify or Google Podcasts, wherever the heck you listen to podcasts these days. And, of course, we'll be back soon with more episodes. But until then, I've been your host today, Tyler Kern. Thanks for listening. <laughs>